What's happening, sports fans? Christian Pedersen here in the SD Prep Insider Studios. We keep our summer countdown to kickoff going with another interview with, this time, one of the, the, the sleeper picks, if you will. I know that he thinks that's probably an insult, and he doesn't want to hear it. He thinks, because he knows how good he is. Uh, Tristan Schaefer from Point Loma, E-M-A-P, the pointers. He's joining us now. How's it going, man? How's your summer been? It's been good. Uh, me on. How are you? Doing really well. So, anything besides football this summer, or has it been nonstop football all summer long? Uh, at the beginning of summer, it was always it was nonstop, nonstop. I took a week off to go to Arizona, and now we're back on the football. So, going me. All right. Uh, was Arizona for for a little lake time? What were you doing out there? Uh, I was just visiting some family members out there, uh, getting some good uh, time off before uh, we really get back into football. So, like I mentioned, you're one of the more slept-on, if you will, players. Also, I just think in general, defensive-minded and focused guys tend not to get all of the hype. You are a DB wide receiver combo, but would you feel like you're more identified as a defensive back? Um, yes, I feel like I would be more a defensive back type. Uh, this year, I'll be beginning playing more wide receiver and uh, showing off what I can do there, but DB is where I'm focused on. You were, uh, I, I want to say, second in the county in interceptions last year. I, 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 the stats are horribly put in on max preps, so I, I kind of had yeah. to scrounge that together. But you were second in the county, correct? I believe so, yes. So tons of interceptions. You're always got a nose for the ball. You're telling us you're going to be playing a little bit more wide receiver this year, but all of that, to me, it just kind of means that you're a guy that's going to be tired by the end of the se- by the end of every game. Um, I mean, yeah, I'd hope to be tired, so I uh, know I'm giving my all. But we condition every day to make sure we're prepared for games and uh, so we don't get tired in those uh, big time situations. So you talk about big time situations. You guys are in a big time league, and we were talking about this a little bit before the interview got started. Uh, in Western League, every year. It feels like it, it. Western and avocado leagues are, are where all the focus is. For you know, winners are going to come out of there. Big time games, every single league game. You guys are in that Western League, con, you know, uh, conversation every year. You're with it's St. Augustine, Cathedral Catholic, Lincoln, and Madison. So I, you just you, you have a loaded schedule every single year that you've been playing high school football. What has that experience been like? non-stop to be challenged every single week, every single season. It's nice to come out and we just, we're looking at film and we see everything and it's nice when we're playing really good opponents every week and coming into every game, we know that the other team's going to be great and we just got to be, uh, have the right, we have to have the right mindset to come in and uh, get the job done. Now, Coach Hastings has been at Point Loma for a really long time. So uh, is he the guy getting that mindset right for you? Where does all that inspiration and all that focus come from for the team? Yeah, it's mostly from the experience of our coaches. And um, um, obviously from the players that come from that have played before, also they've helped uh, tune us right to know what to do like and how uh, practices go and how the games go and how everything falls into place with game film and stuff. So it's mostly, mostly the players um, from the previous years that we played with, they help a lot. 
You mentioned players from the previous years. Last year, the big man of note was J.L. Skinner. You also had Cam Avua. You've been around a lot of really high-caliber defensive-minded players and offensive also, but I feel like the defense and the secondary is what it's been known for the last year or two. How has that helped elevate your game, help step you up? Because you really get a chance every day in and out to understand, oh, wow, that's where I need to be to be at that successful level, to be moving on to that next level. How has that sort of rubbed off or influenced your game? Um, yeah, it, it has made me a better player all around in practice every day. Just uh, seeing what the older guys have done and where they are, it really uh, inspired me to make me a better player and just follow what they've done to win games honestly and it's it's been nice to play alongside them but now uh we have to teach the young guys now now the team is yours this season you're the senior leadership how does that feel uh it's kind of crazy like it feels like i was just a freshman uh playing my last game as a freshman and it was crazy that now it's going to be senior year and uh hopefully i can uh, play more but this, this this season will be a one to remember. It's gone by in a blur. It is something I feel like every single football player feels like when they reach that senior season. It's like, holy heck, where did all the time go? I want to talk with you about, you mentioned summer, tons of football. You played in the SDSU Passing League tournament. Passing League has really exploded the last couple of years to be a, a almost a second season. Very, very important for a lot of schools. You guys, though, are a wing tee, a lot of running, a lot of misdirection, physical, upfront type of offense. So how does 7-on-7 seven seven translate for you guys? Is it something that you really more take away on the defensive side of your game? Or, or, or just talk us a little bit about it with a team that runs an offense like you guys do. Um, we see it more as a competition. We, we, we do use a lot of the stuff in the 7-on in the as we do in the season, but... Uh, we do we do just more focus on competition and uh, just seeing what our guys can do. And with our with our defense, we, we do we are uh, defensive. Like we focus on defense more than uh, offense, I'd say. So it, we do kind of see it that way too. Okay, okay. Uh, let's break away from football for a little bit. Let's help people get to know you a little bit more off the field. The question I feel like always ends up, I think it's going to be easy to answer, but then it ends up being so much controversy and, and, and disagreement, but I'll, I'll ask it. Where's the best Mexican food in San Diego? Ooh. Dang. It used to be, there's this one place by Point Loma, it used to be good, it's called Ortiz's, but now I'm, I'm following more on the Roberto side uh, in OB. I feel like that, they have really like their food is really good and that's like the best Mexican food. What do you get there? Uh I get the California or the Boya Boya Asada burrito. Those are my two favorites. And I all I always love to put tons of hot sauce on it. Okay, now when you say hot sauce, are you talking like the real, real spicy, kind of in the me- the medium area, the salsa verde? Where where are you going with the hot sauce game? Oh, I'm, I'm I'm talking the all the way the hottest hot you can can you can eat. <laughs> so a, bur- a burrito is uh, not good if you're not sweating by the end of it. No, <laughs> I love to eat the hot. You have to have the spiciest hot sauce. 
That's brave. I like that. I like to hear that. That that's uh that that's that toughness, that football player toughness. Uh what was your favorite show, TV, cartoon, whatever it was growing up? I really liked a uh, regular show on Cartoon Network. That show was really funny to me. <laughs> I always got a kick out of it. If you could only listen to one musician for the rest of your life, who would it be? I would choose, yeah, that's a hard one. I would choose Drake just because he has so many different kinds of music that you wouldn't get bored of the, like, funny, like, typical genre. He has, like, a bunch of different types of music, so I feel like that would be, that would be good to listen to. Okay, so you mentioned Drake. Are you a believer in the Drake curse? Would you want Drake yeah. showing up wearing a pointer shirt this year, or would you be like, no, 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 get away from us, get away from us? Well, since the Raptors won, I don't know if it's really a curse anymore, but I did believe in it, and I wouldn't want to see him in uh, one of our jerseys. <laughs> so you'd be okay. you'd be like you you'd be willing to send Drake like a like a Cathedral or a Madison or a Saints jersey and be like go go for it man do it. Yeah, that'd be fine. That'd be okay. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. What's your favorite class in, in school? My favorite class, mm, I would say it's got to be math. I just I'm just so I feel like math's my strongest uh, subject and. Uh, I always have fun in math class for some reason, so it always seems like math is my favorite class. If you had to say that you dominate at one video game, what would it be? Mm-hmm. Uh, 2K. Okay. So well, then let me ask you this. The new one hasn't come out yet, but are you going to go Clippers or Lakers in the new 2K? Oh, Lakers all the way. Oh, no, no. Are you a Lakers fan? Just no no doubt about oh, it? yeah, diehard Lakers Diehard Lakers fan, yep. <laughs> okay, so then follow-up question. <laughs> who's the favorite Laker? Are you a Shaq, a Kobe, LeBron? Who, who's who's your guy? It's Kobe. It's got to be Kobe. Is there any way that this current team can replace Kobe? I mean, can Anthony Davis or LeBron do anything, or is Kobe pretty deeply seated in there as, as the favorite Laker? He, yeah, he's, he's got to be number one. I mean, he... He can do everything. <laughs> He's got it. He can do Can you do uh, what the Kobe underbite? Can you do that? Is that a is that something that we might see this season if you get a big interception or something like that? Oh yeah, I'll do that if uh, if I make a, a good play and I'm uh, we're feeling it. Yeah, I'll do that for sure. <laughs> Okay, that might be hard to see from the sideline, folks. But if you have some binoculars yeah. and you're there at a game, keep them keep them focused on, on on Tristan, and you might just see number seven with the underbite after a couple big plays this season. Um, if you're not playing football, I know that you also do track, but but what might be maybe a hidden talent, sports wise or or otherwise, that you have? Hmm. I would say I'm pretty I'm pretty nice at basketball. I don't play at the school, but when we go uh, when we go play at the rec center, uh, I'm always out there. We're always competing, and I'm pretty nice at it. So I feel like that's something a lot of people don't really know. How about spike ball? Do you play that? Ooh, yeah, I play that. Okay, so we posted a, a, a poll on our Instagram yesterday. Would you be would you endorse spike ball as a CIF sport? 
Mm, I wouldn't think so. Just because of the – it's only like a two-person game. I mean, you could have it like wrestling where there's points and stuff. But I just can't really see it as a CIS sport yet. I mean, it might be a CIS sport later on. Do you think that Point Loma would be able to put together a pretty good team, though, if it did become a CIF sport? Yes. Any idea? Who who would you put on that roster? If maybe you had to put, like, five people on that roster, um, guys or girls, who would you put on that roster? Um, I got uh, Landon Green, Cameron Green, and then I got Nick Riffle and uh, Kyle Coulson. Okay. Okay, I, I I think it would be interesting. I think it would be something that everybody could compete in because, like like you said, it's a smaller smaller squad, but I think that you could – that way you could actually have the whole county competing. Most schools could be really good yeah. at it. Open division would be absolute chaos every year. It, it would be – you know, you'd have to decide do we play it on the beach or on a field. There, there'd be some, some – you'd have to hammer out the rules, but it might be an interesting one to start with. Um. Let's get back to the football just just a little bit. Going into this season, we we talked about you, know, you guys every single year. Massive, massively difficult schedule. But we'll give people a rundown. You got El Camino at Ramona, home versus Otay, at Rancho Bernardo, home versus Olympian, at Cathedral Catholic, at University City, home versus Madison, Lincoln, and then Saints to close out the season. I mean, that's another year with no rest for you anywhere in that schedule. So... What's the mindset for the team going into this season? Um, we're going to have the same mindset as last year. Just come in. We're going to not worry about the other teams. We're just going to worry about us. And uh, we're going to practice uh, as hard as we can. And when it comes down to film, we're not going to worry about uh, – we're just going to worry about their skill sets, not how not like how, how well they work together as a team. And, uh, you know, we'll just take it step by step. For you personally, what's what's the mindset for you? For, what goals do you have set for yourself? I, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to uh, nuance out something more than just the cliche of play my best game, but uh, what are you thinking this year? Mm-hmm. I'm wanting to score more touchdowns, honestly. That's, uh, and uh, make this team uh, more we – we're a big family, but I want to make it like a bigger family, just have everyone – Close where we can trust each other, and and uh, and football wise, just just score more touchdowns and uh, hype the team up. All right, so you're already going to probably say that, hey, I'm getting slept on enough. I need to be a little bit more of a breakout this year, my name wise. But who are some guys on your team that we really don't know about that we shouldn't be sleeping on that might have some huge breakout seasons this year? Because I've I've seen some of the posts on social media about some of the younger guys for your team having great outings at at the different camps. Who are you going to tip us on to that, that, hey, they're going to have a great year this year? Um, I think Alejandro Badagun Peterson. He's he's an O-lineman and D-lineman. I feel like he's going to be really good this year year for us. And we also got uh, Jalon Brown and Chris Brown. They're uh, other corners. They're, gonna, they're looking really nice in the seven on, like you were saying, and uh, we're hoping that they can bring that in through this season. All right, so a lot of different teams will, everyone's going to probably answer, oh, ours, 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 but a lot of different teams will make claims to having the best uniform game 
in San Diego. Mm-hmm. You guys have a pretty unique color ske- scheme. You go really dark at the home at home with those black jerseys. What are your what's your favorite look? What's your favorite jersey combo that Point Loma has? Ooh, we got some new coming in this year, so uh, hopefully that's that, those jerseys are gonna be looking nice. But my favorite combo, I like the all white. All white would probably be uh, our way. They were the, those ones are those ones are the best looking. <laughs> Can you give us a preview of what the new ones are gonna look like this year? Oh, yeah, they're going to be uh, all maroon Adidas, maroon shorts, maroon uh, jersey. And uh, it's pretty much the same one as our white ones, but just a newer edition and uh, all maroon. Maroon numbers, too, with like a little gold outline? Oh, uh, I think the I think the numbers are going to be gold with a white outline. Ooh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's kind of nice. Same helmets, the, yeah. the maroon helmets with the dog on the side? Yep, with the maroon helmets, too. Now, do you get a lot of people asking you what the hell is a pointer? Uh, on uh, personally, no, no one's ever asked me what is a pointer. But other, I've heard other teammates been asked uh, what it was, and uh, yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of crazy that people don't really know what it is. Yeah, because I, I always get that's one of the the mascots that we get the most confusion about is people are always like, "What is that?" And you know, then I. I kind of always try to point to look. There's a there's a big dog painted on the side of the gym that's pointing. It's it's kind of self explanatory. Yeah. They're like, I, I don't get it. Just make it an eagle or make him a dog or something like that. I'm like, no, it's got it's a little bit of a it's a cool mascot. It's a little bit you know it's a little bit different. It's unique. It's your own it's your own thing. It's your own vibe. And to me, that kind of encapsulates Point Loma. It's a little bit different of a school. It's coastal. It's got a mix of, of just kind of everything going on. A little bit of the old, a little bit of the new. Seems like you guys always have a pretty unique vibe there. So yeah, it is. Uh, oh yeah. No, I was, I was just. Uh, um, so okay, so looking forward to this season. You're looking for more touchdowns. You're looking for probably going to go ahead and say more of the same with the interceptions. Um, where can everybody find you and follow you all season long on social media? Uh, on Instagram uh, at. Chris- underscore Schaefer uh, on Twitter at Tristan Schaefer 24. Those are my two social media accounts that I normally go on. Does, uh, does anybody your age have Facebook anymore or is that completely gone? Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I didn't, I haven't ever used Facebook. So uh, I guess it's just fading away slowly. I I think it, that that is also you know I've mentioned out I I feel anxious on some of this stuff. That's one thing that t- to me is funny is Facebook. It still exists, and we get so many people saying, "Oh, we can't find your stuff on Facebook." And I kind of look at them and I go, "Oh, that's right. I have forgotten to post to Facebook in three weeks." Oh, I'm sorry, parents and coaches. Uh, I'll get around to posting some of that. Um, but I also remember having back in the day to hide your your name and change your your privacy settings and all that because colleges would check your Facebook and that's what we were always warned about yada 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 and now I feel old so uh thank you for for really driving that home that you don't even have one uh and and making me feel extra extra old um so <laughs> so Tristan just on the way out uh explain to everybody what EMAP means 
Sorry, what was that? I said on the way out, just explain to us what the the phrase EMAP means because you see that all over Point Loma oh. stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's been around for like twenty years, I think, and it, it stands for uh, every man's a pointer. Um, we also have EWAP, which is every woman's a pointer, and uh, that's just that just symbolizes that we're all together and we're all one, and that we're all men, and that we can all do the same thing. Well, it's that next level mindset that keeps the pointers competitive every single season in the toughest league in San Diego. Yeah, I said it, Avocado League. Deal with it. Tristan, thank you very much for joining us. You're going to be wearing number seven again this season? Yes, I will. All righty, folks. Dial in on number seven this season for the Point Loma Pointers now so you don't get caught sleeping later. Look for the underbite when he makes some big interceptions, maybe a touchdown or two. Thank you very much for joining us, and best of luck this season to you and the Pointers. The show is SD Prep Insider. I am Christian Pedersen at Mr. CPED. Thank you very much for following along, and we will talk to you soon, sports fans.